Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Poor cut, it's not beat the first man, so we've got to get this clear. Brooks is trying to get away with it. Um, it will get away with it to an extent. It's a waste of It's not a waste of ball, that's oh. a great pass. Come on then, Freddie. Freddie's Freddy. on, on one on one. Can Freddie turn his shoot? Can Freddie get a shot? Yes! Mario! Hello and welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. Um, we have another postponement to talk about. Um, as uh, Ito Krankus mentions, I think it's our 10th postponement of the season. Um, we'll talk more about his comments later on, I suppose. Um, we've kept the same intro. We're going to keep the same intro for this episode as we have done for the last episode because nothing's happened since Wednesday. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, and we're, we're not, nothing's happened in the past few days for Rotherham United, so we're going to, you know, try and cover the same amount of time, but we'll try and cover it with try and cover it with Rotherham United stuff. Ben's with us. Ben will be with us for the full episode. For any Ben fans out there, this is going to be a good episode for you. <laughs> <laughs> and Mick's obviously here as well, aren't Mick? Hello. Um, should we start with the postponement first? Um, there's nowhere else to start. Well. So on Friday lunchtime, we still were rumours coming through from the Brentford end that there would be a postponement. I even got a message from one of their podcasts. They they'd had a uh, some insider knowledge, and an hour or so later, it got confirmed. It's by the sounds of it, there's at least seven cases in the Rotherham camp, um, four or five players, and a couple of staff as well. Um, and obviously the game got postponed, rightly so. Uh, and then they've also cancelled the little game, obviously. So there'll be no game Tuesday night, as there was scheduled to be. Um, it's a bit of a shame, Mick. But at the same time, the three-day gap between Wednesday to Saturday, we never, we don't like that anyway, do we? We don't, no. But uh, we're going to have to put up with it sooner or later, aren't we? We're probably going to end up playing three games in a week at one stage at some stage. <laughs> at, 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 at some stage of season, aren't we? You know, I probably not. 
unless there's one more postponement, we'll be fine for that. Right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, but it's still Saturday, Saturday, Tuesday, or Saturday, Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. All the way now from next Saturday, all the way to the end of the season. Um, so all these, all these opposition fans bleating away on social media about us gaining an advantage from it. I, I don't know what they're on about. There's no, I don't see. Yeah, we've got an advantage because we're going to be get a week's rest this week. Well, some of the players do. Obviously, the ones that are um, that are, that are not suffering from COVID, yeah. but the remainder are not training, or they are training, but they're only training at home. They're not. We're not getting any football training, if you like, in there. I, I, I'm failed. I failed to see what advantages for us, to be honest. But well, whatever. The advantage for me, I I, I agree with it. In, in this, it is we do gain an advantage to an extent. We don't. From, we get a disadvantage because the game against Coventry next Saturday, we cannot have a full preparation for that game. It's impossible. Yeah. Let's assume that everybody's back fit and we can <laughs> we can pick from a full squad, or you know who is actually available, not injured. We still have a disadvantage because we ha- we'll have probably a day or so's day or so's training. But to to play those games at the end of the season, so the last three games of the season, bear in mind Luton hasn't been confirmed yet. The last three games of the season were Blackburn, who will at the time will have nothing to play for, Luton, who will then have nothing to play for, and Cardiff, who will probably, although they might be chasing playoffs, a lot have nothing to play for. And even Brentford, a couple of weeks before end of the season, they might they might have fallen out of, out of automatic promotion places and have nothing to play for because they're guaranteed the playoffs. So we do gain an advantage from that point of view. We've got a few games in a I accept it's, it's quite a short space of time. But it's better to know what we've got to do than not knowing what other teams have got to do, if that sort of makes sense. So from that point of view, it is a bit of an advantage. But we also have a disadvantage as well. Ben, what do you think? You're massively on sports psychology and stuff. So what do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a bit on sports psychology. I think... Um, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Obviously, we had, it's two weeks off, is it? You have to self-isolate 14 days, is it? Or is it 10? What's... Garden. Well, this there's a bit of a, this is where another part that confuses me. I haven't. I, we need to check up on this. So, <coughs> if if you, the, they changed the rules recently on sporting people who, who come in from another country to play yeah. sport. So, if you come in from a red red zone country for, and come uh, after going to the country and then come back to England, but so you've got to self isolate for ten days. You can still train. You can still play games. You've just got to self isolate when you're not playing games and training. So, does that still apply in this circumstances? I'll see why not. I'll see why not, exactly. The thing is, right, I'm going to relate it to my experience because it's the closest thing that I have because I'm a professional footballer. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Um, I've I've been able to go to a gym for what, since 4th of January? 3rd of January? Whenever it got shut? About that, yeah. And I trained with my... Uh, I play American football. I ain't trained with my team since November. I'm still the fittest I've ever been in my life. The training shouldn't, and I'm, I'm the most match sharp I've ever been in my life. So I don't think that should affect it. They've just got to figure out ways. Obviously, it's not easy. They've just got to figure out ways. Stay active, go on runs, whatever you need to do, whatever the case may be. But I don't think that should affect it. But I mean, the mental side, obviously, it's, it's professional sports. I don't play professional sports. So that chemistry and bond has to be there uh but i mean there's not much you can do really zoom calls and stuff like that but i mean that's all they can do really and just stay fit and not be 
sat on Seti all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So I'm hoping it stays at a relatively low, low number. Four or five is not the end of the world. It's it's the end of the world because of how small a squad we got because of injuries. Had we had had we had a full twenty-five man squad, there's there's a reasonable chance the game wouldn't have been called off because we we the EFL may have thought because we had a reasonable number of players, they may have still forced us to play. Uh, we would have had no bench, or we might have had a, a two-man bench with two keepers on. Yeah. So, so what's the difference now between between now and Barnsley game? Uh, well, that's the question. Uh, that is that is a little bit confusing. Something we did back then displeased the EFL. Um, I don't know what that was, but some, something at the time that displeased the EFL. I mean, we've we've already, we've already cancelled Tuesday's game. Where, if you remember when it happened at Christmas, the game against Derby got postponed, and it was only a day or two before the Middlesbrough game that that got postponed, weren't it? It, it wasn't yeah. straight away; it was quite close. Yeah. Um, so I don't know something. I think this has come from EFL testing, whereas the last one I don't think came from EFL testing. From what I can gather, at Christmas, one of the players showed <coughs> symptoms, went for a test, and got confirmed. At the minute, the EFL does so many tests, don't they? Every, every week or so they do, or it might even be twice a week, that the players get tested. And this, as part of those routine testing, the, these cases have come up through that. This, this should surely be able to test more. I'm not saying they should. I don't know. I think they should, actually, because, like, just for the spread and stuff like that, I'm, I go to college, right? I get tested twice a week. Do yeah. right? well, I'm meant to get tested twice a week. I don't go to second one. Right, so why can't why can't why can't professional footballers get tested three or four times a week? I'm a college student. Why is it, man? I'm not playing. You know what I mean? I go, go in college one day a week and barely even. I stand ten million miles away from everyone and wear five layers yeah, on my yeah. face. So what's you know what I mean? I don't get that. Yeah. It's a bit, I don't know. It's weird that. It's interesting. How I, it's twice a week. So if we come up on, if we found out on Friday, that means there must have been a test on Thursday. When was the original test? No, well, I assume that's Monday or Tuesday. It's like half an hour, was not it? You get it back in half an hour now. Possibly, yeah. Might, yeah, they might have done that, yeah. Um, I when I get tested, it's half an hour. Oh, yeah. Minutes, so it's a bit of a coincidence uh, that, that Woody came in, Woody talked about Woody coming in to do yeah. rehab work on, I think, Monday. Mm. And then... A day or two later, Woody has to go and be, has to have himself isolated. And a day or two later, it turns out we've got loads of cases of COVID. Um, I hope you're not blaming Woody. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, steady. <laughs> it may have come from that. This is We all know how these things spend. It could very well have come from that. Um, I, I don't think there's anything untoward. I'd be surprised, you know. I'm not, but if you ask Birmingham manager, not the fans, Birmingham manager, they, they think otherwise. Um, yeah, I think there's pros and cons to it. I think Coventry game next week is going to be very difficult, and that's a shame because that's a huge game for both clubs. An absolutely massive game. If we win that, then Coventry are right back in it, and we're almost certainly out of relegation zone. Bearing in what happens to Birmingham, but if Coventry win, that will. If we lose to Coventry, I don't think it's end of the world for us, but it will almost put them clear um, up to 39 points, and we're on. Well, oh, I think 40 plus points actually. Um, but then later on in the season, I do think we benefit because we'll have all the. In theory, we'll have all these injuries back. We, we'll have Chios back with after international break. Lindsay's meant to be back after the international break. Uh, I think Matic is in theory back before after after international break. Uh, who else is there? 
Woody, Woody will definitely be back because he was due back anyway. Um, I don't know how long Carl Robertson might even be back after international break. That's that's four or five. All of them are first team players. They're yeah, not. Yeah, it's not even like it's all one position. It's spread about, isn't it? It's all the pitch, yeah. Yeah, it's not. That's not a third 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 choice keeper that's coming back. These are first yeah. team players that we're missing out on. Um, so that's another point where it will benefit us. But but at the same time, we said at Christmas this will benefit us because we'll have all these injuries back by January. And yeah. then that all went backwards, didn't it? Absolutely. The thing is, it's um, like, they've just got to keep it out, haven't they? Because when you get injured, you sit out, everything else gets small and you don't use. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you sit out and you're not, not using any muscles, everything's just going to get smaller, except for the muscles that you're healing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's going to be massive imbalance. Well, I mean, I mean training ground closed down because this might not help some of those rehabs because they can't do proper rehab unless they can go to a centre. Or, you know, um, I don't know where they can go at the minute. I don't know what's open for players, to be honest. Um, we'll talk about, um, oh, we Victoria mentioned about Birmingham. Uh, Coventry fans and Derby fans, a little bit of, sort of piping up saying there's some sort of conspiracy rather need to be investigated. And you sort of laugh it off a little bit and it's a bit of a nothing. Uh, but then over the weekend, when, a, when an actual manager of a football club in, in the football <laughs> league comes out with the claims, uh, it, it then becomes... It's still a joke, but at the same time, why the hell is he coming out? Itoker Anchor has come out and basically said the EFL need to investigate Rotherham United, bearing in mind that is standard procedure for an investigation to take place anyway, um, because he thinks that we're getting advantage by postponing our games. I don't know if he thinks that we're postponing games on purpose, um, but Mick, it's just... Uh, we know why he's doing it, don't we? But at the same time, it's quite irresponsible him to come out and suggest that. He's got to deflect the attention from himself one way or another, hasn't he? Um, and, and everybody in the main, well, everybody, uh, and in particular Birmingham City fans, yeah, can see exactly that that's what it is. Uh, I've been really surprised and, and, and quite heartened, really, uh, mm. by, by the reaction of, of some supporters uh, from Brentford, from Birmingham, Mm. Um, over 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 this this sort of story, um, you know. But but yeah, he's just he's just trying to deflect attention from his own incompetence, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, well, it is. It's as simple as that, really. You know, he, he clearly can't motivate his team, or his team's not good enough. Whatever it is, I don't know. I'm, I've no insight into Birmingham City at all. Look, reading reading between the lines, it would appear that he's just not managing the team properly, rather than the team not being good enough. Um, he's got a different. Well, like got anything to do with it, though. Why has that got anything to do with it? Well, he's, he's hoping, he's hoping, isn't he, that it might gain a bit of traction and the EFL, mm. being the EFL, uh, might do something about it and they might say, oh, you can have some points, doctor, or whatever. He's just trying to, he's just trying to get the snowball rolling, isn't he? That's all he's doing. Um, so, yeah. I don't get why that has to do with him not managing his team, mate. Right? He's, de- he's deflecting because, attention because he's constantly yeah. under pressure. He's constantly under pressure from the press in Birmingham about about his performance and the team's performance and the club's performance. Mm-hmm. So if he can deflect the attention somewhere else by saying, "Well, we would have stayed up if uh, if Rotherham had had all these games in hand," you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then we just stayed up. He's just trying to. He's just trying. I'll give you an example of how badly they're doing, Ben. I know this is not always they lost 1-0 to Barnsley this weekend we look at expected goals quite a lot 
Um, it's interesting to see how a team performs. Birmingham's expected goals this weekend was 0.13. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a record or something? I don't know if it's a record. I, I hope it is. Um, yeah, it's just one of the, well, Paul Davis has put um, an article about it, which is a very good one line from it, which is a particular favourite of mine. Is it's something the AFL need to check because I don't think it's normal. You're right, it's not normal. It's a global pandemic, there's a virus going around which people are getting, which is not normal at all. So, yes, but I don't think the AFL have any power over a virus spreading. So, I don't really know. It's good that we have. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I can't understand why they're obviously not doing the job properly again. Uh, uh, the AFL <laughs> if they can't control it. Um, I mean, we, we we managed to control weather and and the virus of, mm. of, and Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 it was all else going on through Christmas and New Year. We've got to deal with and all, but now we still manage yeah. that. So, uh, little Tim Pot Rotherham, what can you do? <laughs> what can yeah. you do? It, it just it, it's pathetic, man. Honestly. It is. I was surprised. I was surprised. Professional managers said that. I, 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 most managers, even when we, even when it happened to Rooney and any other team it happened to, they never said anything. There was no comeback because it's COVID. It's a serious situation. There's four people that have got a, you know a, a potentially very serious disease. More than that, sorry. So I don't think coming out with oh what about three points? I don't think that's helpful to the situation <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. If anything, it's yeah. pathetic. There's, there's much more important things than three points. Oh, there's much more important things than staying in this division, and that's yeah. making sure that everybody's all right. Uh, and we, we haven't said this, and we should have said it, and I suppose it goes without saying, I hope that everybody's actually all right. I hope it's like last time where it seemed to be pretty mild for everybody and there were no long-term effects from it. Um, fingers crossed on that one. Um, anything else you want to talk about, the postponements or anything? Yeah, that's pretty pretty straightforward, isn't it? It's just the worry about the the, the fixture congestion as we as we go forward from uh, from next Saturday. So it is what it is. We'll just have to deal with it, won't we? Yeah, I, I, I suppose the thing is now we're sort of used to it. Um, and all the games have been, have been rearranged for Tuesday <laughs> nights, and the problem for us has always been playing Wednesday Saturday, and we're not going to be playing Wednesday Saturday. It will always be Saturday Tuesday, which feels like a much better workaround if that sort of makes sense. So it has seemed to benefit us when we play Saturday, Tuesday. It's all we've always looked better for it. Whenever we play Wednesday, Saturday, we always look tired and we always look, you know, that little bit of loss in, in performance, in my opinion. Well, we'll see. We shall see. There's still a long way to go, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, of course, there is. Um, we're going to mention again the Wednesday game because we, I really enjoyed the game. Um, ben, you sort of dipped out of it uh, on the conversation. On the well, this is, the la- is this the. No, it's not, is it? Never mind. Never mind. What, go on. No, I was going to say it's the last podcast since, but that can't be right because we did one Wednesday. Thursday. We did do one Wednesday, yes, mate. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, how many times have you watched any of those videos, Mick? Uh, no, I've not seen any. Oh, uh, none, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, may, I may have watched them a couple of times um, just, to, just to cheer me up and get me through. Um, it's been, uh, yeah, it's it's still it's still um, there at forefront of your mind, isn't it? Uh, because mm. of the circumstances of the, of the victory, um, and obviously to to see the same player get sent off yesterday on Saturday. Uh, oh, that was sweet, wasn't it? Absolute, 
I don't know, but it, it is karma. That is absolute yes. karma. Um, you know, and he managed. I mean, he even did his impression of Smithy as he walked off, didn't he? And made sure his shirt looked ripped. <laughs> it did, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he obviously he obviously looks up to uh, to Smithy now and mm. sees him as a bit of a hero, and uh, and he's hoping that um, perhaps he'll get his red card rescinded. I didn't even see what it did, to be honest. No, I had uh, to, to be honest. No, it was a definite red. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I, I'm sure I, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been in touch with him, but I, I understand that Leandri is absolutely, absolutely gutted about it, and he can't believe that he got sent off. Um, so, but you know, he's not. He's not come back to me for some reason. I don't know why. No, that's a surprise, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's Matt. Well, we caught a Matt on his birthday. Yeah. Uh, so happy birthday to Ben. Ben's very excited because he got a like off Matt yeah. Smith's tweet. Yeah, I tweeted it out and he liked my tweet. So I was <laughs> very happy. <laughs> oh, um, I know. A couple of stats from the game on Wednesday. Uh, Frail Depot has now moved on to 20 league goals for Rotherham. Oh, season a bit. And Michael Smith now moves on to 99 career goals in all competitions. So he's one away from 100. Uh, which is pretty good. You know, to get there's not many people get 100 league goals outside the Premier League. Yeah, yeah if you're in Premier League for a while, you will we'll tend to get those. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One thing um, I'm, I'm kind of glad yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm kind of glad I weren't on it because um, I would have been very annoyed when he shot. Uh, I know you were giving myself like a rated idiot, so I'm kind of glad I won on it. <laughs> yeah, we have, we've, we've, we've had complaints over the weekend about our negativity towards Freddie and Angus. Oh God! Um, so yeah, Ben, if you know pray down it's sweet, I don't know what you're doing, mate. Uh, well, yeah, yeah I, I, I have, I have seen that. I have seen that, and can, can I just say that if at any stage, and I have tried to listen back, if at any stage I have ever called anybody a moron. I, I do apologise. Uh, it's I not don't. a word that I use. I don't think I've ever used the word moron. Uh, imbecile, I've used that a lot. <laughs> um, and, and I don't apologise for that. Uh, and the other thing I want to apologise for is is not knowing the history of Paul Cook's managerial career as well. Um, there is a reason oh, why. Oh. Well, the, the, well, uh, well uh, you just took the word that's right. Not, that's, not, that's not me trying to be funny. I'm doing no. Uh, there is a reason why I don't know anything about Paul Cook's managerial career, and that's because he's got nothing to do with Rotherham, and and as things stand at the moment, he won't have anything to do with Rotherham, and that's really all I'm interested in, and that's really all we're discussing on here. So, Paul Cook, don't care, not interested. Uh, if it helps, I know about Paul Cook, and I do another podcast called the Northern Monkeys Football Show. So, if you are interested in stuff that's not Rotherham United related, give that a listen. Um, on here, it will. Who's that Paul, specifically well. about Paul Cook? I'm about well, we, we, we will get mentioned this week. Just talk about Ipswich, Annie, um, <laughs> which is quite, yeah. it's quite a good, really good appointment for League One. To be fair, um, having said that, we are now going to talk about some non Northern United stuff because it is still Championship related, and we talk about Championship refereeing. Um, <laughs> Come on, we've t- we've talked to and, this, and we're all talking about this because we've got a little, a little bit of time to kill because um, nothing's happened. Um, but it's it's become a, a really Big issue for me, the standard of refereeing in the championship. Um, I remember when it became a bit of headline news earlier on in the season, probably October time, October, November time. We haven't really seen any major incidents at that time. There were maybe one or two, but there were nothing major. And as we mentioned last show, the, the IFC Twitter account um, put out a, a, a fantastic thread about incidents this year, not this season, this year. 
about incidents that have gone against us. You know, the RU red card that wasn't, obviously the Smith red card. There's four or five, six, six on there. Um, and it's came to the forefront again in the past week or so. Oh, it's more than that. It's 13-14 on it. Is there more? Is there? Anyway. Yeah, there you go. loads. There right. honestly loads. Um, it's come to the forefront again, particularly in relation to Swansea this week. Um, they had an incident last Wednesday, I think, the same night we beat Wednesday. They played Stoke and were given a last-minute penalty to win the game against Stoke, which was incredibly soft. It was it was a ridiculous decision. And the same thing for Swansea again at the weekend against Neil Warnock. Um, and because it's Neil Warnock, people sit up and listen. If Paul Warren says something or... I don't know, even Darren Moore at Wednesday or something like says something, people just go, ah, oh, it's, you know, it's him. Mm-hmm. Because it's Neil Warnock and he's been around block a bit, people, that's why it's sort of blown up a bit over the weekend. Um, but Norwich, for, for, uh, middle bit of gold disallowed because, um, well, the Middlesbrough player tackled for the ball, won the ball and passed it to his own player. And then, bear, and then the player, whoever scored it, 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 it would have rated it. I- uh, there's one more incident as well, but yeah, there's one more incident as well. Are you think about the penalty incident as well? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So that in a minute. Yeah, well, the, well, the, 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 the first one is where yeah, one of the players won, won the ball, passed, effectively passed it to his own player, and then the other player scored the goal. The referee has given a foul against the player who passed the ball because he claimed to have fouled him. If you haven't seen it, go and look at it because it's absolutely bizarre. It's either a penalty to Middlesbrough because it was a foul on the, on the passer. Or it's a goal because the ball hit the back of the net. Um, and then there was also the penalty incident against, I think it was 97th minute, Swansea won the penalty. 90, 90, 90, it was like mid-95th and it was only six minutes added. Yeah. Um, and that's that's one stuck. The, that's one Swansea the games. Two games in a row, they've had, well, in this game, they've had two incidents. Uh, Mick, you're our resident referee. Uh, what's the word? Scrutinizer, critic, scrutinizer, critic. All right, that's better. Go on. Uh, what? What can you say? What can you say? I mean, the the first one is just embarrassing, really. I don't, I don't, I don't. If you look at the referee's position and, and you can see the referee on the footage, uh, you know the, the sort of full speed. Uh, but Gavin Ward, weren't it? Yeah, well, Gavin Ward. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he's. He, he looks at the ball, he looks at the challenge, he sees the challenge, he doesn't blow, and the ball travels probably 10, 12 yards from the tackle to the player mm. who, who takes the shot on goal. He still doesn't blow. That ball travels all the way across that, that, that distance and he's, he's not blowing. He doesn't blow until the ball leaves the Middlesbrough player's foot. Yeah. That's when he blows. So... It, it, it's 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 utterly bizarre. He's got a very very clear view of what's happened. What and I'll tell you exactly what he will have, he will claim to have seen. And I guess I said claim to have seen. I, he will say that he thinks that he's taken the, the the Swansea player's foot because the Swansea player, as Swansea players do, as we all know, because not only us but other clubs have seen have been subject to this this season. They go down like an absolute sack when anybody comes anywhere near them because they are they are they're one of the sides much like Buene whatever he Buende or whatever Buene that half <laughs> they, 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 they cheat yeah. they cheat and that was cheating 
and he's managed to either one con the referee. I, I have to. We have to say that he's conned the referee. I don't think he has though. I don't think the players. The player tried to win the ball. He tried. Yeah, he tackled him. I don't. No. I don't think the players tried to win the foul. No, I think. No. I think the referees yeah, just yeah. thought he'd seen something that wasn't there. Come on, come on, come on. We're not doing this, are we? Come on. He's absolutely. Balassi slid and got the ball. Their players kicked Balassi and gone down on his foot. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It, it is. It's. this is. I watching. We were recording on Sunday. I watched it Manchester derby. Right. Wow. Let's. I'm not even going to talk about the crapness of the game. Right. Oh, Martial. Right. No, come on, man. Another Fernandez penalty, but that's. Yeah. It would nail um, on this one though. Irrelevant, but yeah, um, <laughs> they were playing it about, right? they were playing it about, whatever, right? And I saw it a couple of times, like within the space of a minute. Gets played into Martial, they're playing about whatever dice football into Martial, got nowhere to go, goes down, <coughs> free kick. That happened three times, and I looked at it, and it's not even a sport. Like I don't want to watch. I turned it off, and I hope this don't come to the Championship football because I just want. It watch is it. though. It's, it's there already. Want, no, but the thing well, is, I just the, won't watch it, and a lot of people won't. It just, I just genuinely won't watch it because it, it, it genuinely fills me with anger. Like I just. The don't thing want is, I'll give you an example. So what we, what you'd expect is Gavin Ward's given a very soft penalty, and then that that one, which is not a foul, but it, it, even if you gave the penalty, the penalty would have been quite soft. Um, this is the same man that didn't send Chad Evans off for standing on Victor Hansen's face. Yeah. And didn't give the foul for pushing for jumping into Johansson, although that was a bit more subjective. But I, I also think it was a foul. Um, so there's this you all you want from referees, and we say this week on week out is consistency. And I accept if you have one ref one week and another ref another week, you're not going to get the same consistency. But it should be within a range. This is the same man. This is this is not a different referee. This is the same man who is all right for somebody to stand on somebody's face. But then gives these decisions. It's well, just I mean, baffling that, that that we can only look at it from our point of view. We don't watch Gavin Ward week in week out. We can only talk about the major incidents we see and what happens in our games. But, God help me if someone does watch him week in week. I know. But you look at well, you look at that one yesterday, and then you look at the the, the, the penalty in inverted commas. Um, I'm not going to argue one way or the other whether it was or wasn't a penalty. I'm not because to be honest with you. I can't take my eyes off the referee, so I've not seen whether it's actually a penalty. <laughs> and, and and my issue with this is, and and this is where it all falls down for, for, um, from my point of view in terms of referees. Mm. Okay, that challenge is made. The ball is 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 either won or or not won, whichever it, it goes it goes scooting off and out of play. Yeah, the referee gives a corner. It does, yeah. It gives a corner. So he can't possibly have thought it was a foul because he's no. given a corner. So why he can't is get help. He, he'll, he'll have been getting help from the, in his ear, which is so, fine. Okay, so he's, he's, he's so if, assuming that he's getting help from in his ear, he's getting mm. help from his linesman, who is who is looking along the line at that. So therefore, cannot possibly tell whether or not it's a foul because he's looking sideways on. So he can't tell. The referee has a perfect view of it. He's directly behind it and he gives a corner. Why does he change his mind? He changes his mind, in my view, because Swansea players get in his ear. That's why he changes his mind. And that 
that is just unforgivable. It's absolutely well, unforgivable. We've seen Swansea that... do that. We've seen Swansea do that both times that we've played them this season. Yeah, we have. And 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 it's... and it's it's just spineless. But it comes back to the what? question of would the, the, this is unfortunate what successful successful teams do. I, I measure that by getting promoted or not. This is what you tend to see. Norwich, when we played Norwich the, the second time this season, they weren't so bad, other than Buendia, they weren't so bad at it. Whereas in previous season, I remember last time we were in the Championship, Norwich were horrendous at throwing themselves around. They do seem to have toned it down a little bit, but again, that's that's a very small sample of that. Um, Swansea in both games were very bad at it. Andre Ayew kicks, what's his face? Wiles in knee, scrapes his knee, studs down his knee. And then spends the rest of the game throwing himself around. All right, he had a good game, but he still threw himself around. Uh, I know, I know what the question is going to be, and I, I put this as a question discussed among Rotherham fans quite a lot: is Would you like to see us play the dark arts a bit, a bit nope. more? No, nope. it's not a football. If we, I genuinely, I've said this: it's not football. It's not even a sport at that point because it's just not like the refereeing decisions, whatever. Mm. You can't sometimes you can't help it. You make a mistake. You're a human. Whatever they probably shouldn't have made it, but it is what it is, right? Yeah. It's crowding, the diving, the players' mentality towards it is. It's. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because it makes me want to put a hole in my wall, and it genuinely does. <laughs> it's so frustrating because do you know if like Roy Keane, Vinnie Jones, like there's none of that, is it? Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying all. Oh, Football old fashioned or whatever, but sometimes you just want to go in and just two foot them. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they're playing down, down at Stubbing or Millmore or whatever, like, it's not gonna happen, is it? It's just not gonna happen. This is the problem with like, I'm not saying I don't mean to, I don't want to offend anybody, but people from like South America and North America and whatever, Eastern European, this is the game they play, this is how they play the game, right? Mm. And they're bringing it over here, and I'm not saying I'll oh, get them out. But it's not even sport. It's not even a sport. It's genuinely not even a sport. It's not the player's fault. Oh come on! It's not the player's fault. It's the referee's fault. It is the referee's fault, and the referees have brought this on themselves. I mean, at at what point? I I I don't know whether either of you two saw the memo where that came out that said that buying a free kick is part of the game. I'm not sure. I missed that one. I missed that rule change or that whatever it was. For as long it. as I've watched football, that's always been the case. Well, it hasn't, in my view. Um, it, and and it, it is, it is yeah. only there because the referees will will, will will give a foul if you walk past mm-hmm. somebody and they th- throw themselves on the floor. The referees have brought this on themselves by being by being weak. You know, if somebody if somebody goes down and they appeal, they'll get it. Nine times out of ten now, that used to be once out of a hundred that it had happened. But the referees now, as soon as any contact, and we hear it on telly, oh, there were contact. Well, yeah, it's a contact sport. Yeah, he's every right to be down contact. No, this is what no. I mean. In countries like Spain, Argentina, they teach it non-contact. I played yeah. football in Spain. They teach it non-contact. And this yeah, is that's, why. That, 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 they, that's, that's not no. why. They, yeah. they, yeah. they, teach, they teach non-contact because it's easier to teach techniques and, to, and, the, and the, the technical ability of that, people. The result of that is going down. And this is the problem. Then they come over here, start doing it, realise it works, <laughs> and other players... No, but it does. The way, doesn't it? You can say this, but English players do this. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's whatever, right? But it's... 
It's just annoying, man, because I, it makes me not want to watch football. It makes me fall out of love with the game, and I'm not even gonna—I'm not even gonna watch it when I'm older. I'm only gonna watch Rotherham games. Uh, anyone my age would probably tell you that as well. I don't even know what's happening in Premier League this year. I don't care. It's crap. Man City are amazing. That's what's happening. What a, well, what a, <laughs> what a surprise when you know what I mean. I genuinely yeah. don't bother about it, and it's—I yeah, I, I don't want it to happen to Rotherham, but. <laughs> If it I mean, up, the more successful you get, the more chance it's going to happen. But it's what I mean, man. I, anyway, I, let's bring I, it back I to Rotherham. I certainly don't want to see my team doing that. I genuinely don't. I I, I think it's horrible, and, and I feel for Neil Warnock. He's going to get a fine for his outburst, quite clearly. Yeah. Um, and like I, like I, like I tweeted yesterday, Gavin Ward will be happily mani- uh, uh, refereeing another Championship game midweek. You can absolutely guarantee it because. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I hate that. It's mixed match. Yeah. It's them. It's it's Siri. Apparently, Gary Ward uh, used to play yeah. for the Texas Rangers, apparently. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> it's me shouting my mouth off in Siri's. Siri's been telling me all about Gary Ward. <laughs> I said Gavin Ward. (laughs) 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 Gavin Ward's a footballer. (laughs) Wow. He's a professional, former professional footballer. He's a goalkeeping coach at uh, Queen's Park Rangers, apparently. (laughs) Okay. It it was Mick's birthday. We went to play Brentford on Mick's birthday and he got an Apple Watch for his birthday and he's totally no idea how it works. (laughs) I've taken it off now. That's one positive, though, Mick. You didn't have to watch us get spanked by Brentford on your birthday. Yeah. That's a positive. Well, yeah, listen, I, I got my birthday more, present on Wednesday. One thing, another bed present is you're born the day before my Sunday. As it turns out, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that means nothing, really. It's, that's like. That's, more than the, that's better than the birthday itself. It's like having £9.50 and wanting to buy a magazine for a tenner. It's no good, is it? <laughs> right, it's better than my birthday itself, isn't it? I wish I had a day before or a day after. Well, there you go. I, I, anyway. I feel honoured. Yeah. Um, honestly, on Saturday's results, they went pretty well for us, didn't they, Mick? I mean, other than Coventry beating Derby. And Derby can't do all right, can they? Um, yeah. Yeah. Coventry, uh, but, but that dragged Derby back in. Birmingham lost to Barnsley. Barnsley won seven in a row now. And are looking, not, I wouldn't say a sure thing for the playoffs, but it's got to the point where if they don't make the playoffs, I'd be a little bit surprised with the form they're on at the minute. They're superb, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, and I said they're the nicest way possible. You know, I were hoping they'd get relegated this season and save take one of the spots up for us. Well, yeah, yeah, they're doing really well. I'm really pleased for them, if I'm honest. Um, it's, it's it's really good to see Barnsley up there and uh, and doing well. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the results did go for us, like you said, uh, and that that win for Coventry brings brings Derby back into it, which is sweet. Mm. You know, it's it's sweet in terms of. Uh, after the grief that we've had from 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 them, it's nice to just drag them back in and, and make them worry a little bit. I, they've, they've got yeah. far too much to go down. I I expect, um, but that says more about us than it does about them. I think. To be honest. Yeah, it shows shows. I think the, the win was on Wednesday, Ben. We're now sitting on thirty two points. We have got three games in hand to Birmingham, Coventry, Huddersfield, and Forest, and we have two games in hand to Derby. Uh, the point situation is that Birmingham are three points ahead of us. Um, and then we have Coventry, Derby, and Huddersfield are all six points ahead of us. And then Forest, who are eight points ahead of us. 
again, we've got basically three games in hand, so everybody yeah, except Sheffield Wednesday lost as well, which was hilarious. We're six points ahead of Wednesday. No, Two four. Games in hand. Four. I didn't do my GCSEs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to. Uh, but, Not yeah, sure. four points. Um yeah, it's four points. <laughs> I thought you got it wrong. <laughs> uh, we've got look at the goal difference. We've got obviously I know. goal difference is brilliant, isn't it? I'm the only one looking at the table. Uh, we've got apart from Upton Palace, we've got the best goal difference. Yeah. six teams, eight teams. So eight teams, six teams. One, two, three, four. Five. <laughs> oh, no. Wow! Oh, wow. maybe I should study maths again. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, yeah. Look at that goal difference is important. I know. Games in hand and goal difference is all that matters. It's fascinating. That way, goal difference is absolutely fascinating for me. Points yeah, come and go. Uh, points come and go. Like, you yeah. can get a scrappy win, but if your goal difference is relatively going to stay the same because it's just an outlook on your team performance, I think I think it builds pressure on other teams around us, the games in hand. Birmingham go and lose. I don't know if playing through with you Wednesday. Birmingham go and lose. That's four games in hand, isn't it? Oh, they're not playing. Yeah. Uh, they're not playing Tuesday. No. Tuesday's catch up for um, go on. Oh yeah. When the FA Cup. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, we don't. Next Saturday might be postponed. Yeah, and if it does, it's four games in hand on a lot of teams, and that is That is. So beneficial because if we're still three points behind with four games in hand, come on, man, what is it? Christmas. Well, if it, it, you look at you compare it to last time in the championship, and we're now at the stage of the season where it's now a valid comparison because we're so far along in the season. Um, we're four points better off than we were last time. Um, and we are, let me check, 12, 12, 12 goals better off in terms What's of goal the, difference. Where were we in league? We were in the we were in exactly the same position, but this time, if we had the same if we had the same point, amount of points now as we did last time in the championship, we would have been fifth bottom. Yeah. Um, we've conceded eight. We've conceded eight goals less, but we've scored four more. That's good. The conceding is good. It's, I think we'll stay up, man. Well, I don't think there's nothing to think about it. I know we'll stay up. <laughs> Well, I, I, I think the goals, I know it's only four goals, but goals is what kept us down last time. I know we conceded a lot of goals, but we didn't score anywhere near enough at any time in the season. We just didn't score enough other than scoring three against Swansea, which we still lost anyway. Yeah. Um, overall, we're better off, but we've got to keep that going. Smith has now matched his tally from that season. He's now on eight goals like he was last time. And we've still got, what is it, 14 games left to go. Um, what I will also say is you compare the timings. Like this time last uh, in the season, we played 32 games by the 13th of February. We're now on the 7th of March, and we, we, we will end up being on the what the, when we, on the on the 12th of March. We'll have still played 32 games, so we've played the same amount of games a month later than normal. So that gives an idea of how many how many games we've got left. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. Um, it, it's difficult make, not to be positive in my, from my point of view. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, I, I, to be fair, I think I think most of us have been positive right the way through. Um, yeah, even even in the even in the sort of the darker times when you know there's been some bad performances, Coventry away and uh, and and some of the others as well. But I think I think we've been. 
I, personally, I think we've been quite positive all the way through. Um, you know, we have had, we've had, like I said, we've we've we've, we've criticised a few people a few times, but overall, overall over the season, I think performance-wise, we've done enough and shown mm-hmm. that we've got enough to, uh, to to get out of the situation we're in. And, and to be honest with you, we're probably only in the situation we're in at the moment because of the fact that we've had so many cancellations. And those yeah, well, exactly. Played, you know, I don't think we would be where we are. I don't think we would be third bottom. Um, so, it is what it is, isn't it? Um, we, we will get out of it, I'm sure. I'm absolutely positive. So, yeah, and also, we're, we're only we're only eight points off matching last time, the total of points last time in the Championship. So, in the next 14 games, we've only got to eight more points to match it, which you would assume that will be done quite easily. That's, you know, that's only two and a bit wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm feeling very positive about it. I don't. I I am in the camp where I think this is break benefits so as long as there's no long term effects of COVID. People get it. I think it's positive. You know, it helps towards the end of the season. I I remember the Reading game when we stayed up and we beat Reading on the Tuesday night. It was the last Tuesday before the last game of the season. We knew we had if we won that game, we were safe. That for me, that was a that was an advantage for us, and that's yeah. why I think there's a bit of an advantage. I'm not saying you know. Because the fixture congestion is less of an advantage than last time, than that time, but I still yeah. think there is an advantage to it. It's only a psychological advantage, isn't it? Oh yeah, than, than an actual. But but yeah, I, I get it. I do get it. I do get it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, 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 well, exactly. There's three more games between now and the international break: Coventry at home, Watford at home on the Tuesday, uh, and then Bristol City away on the following Saturday, twentieth. Then it's the international break. Um, a little awkward mention could the Luton game move to the international break but apparently Luton have got some internationals so we couldn't play Luton during the international break which is a shame really but that's life um, yeah. hopefully there's no more postponements because then we will be in serious trouble in terms of fixture congestion yeah definitely Yeah. but we will see um, one last uh, stat to finish on which we've all heard but I don't think I'll ever get tired of hearing it uh, this is the first season that we've done the double over Sheffield Wednesday. Um, if Paul Warren's done nothing else, and he has done plenty else, he has brought us a a, a double in what is our biggest derby. I know Wednesday got bigger derbies, but hey, our hey, biggest derby. Three ball double as well. Three nil and a two one last minute. I don't. I'm not complaining. Which one would you prefer more, Ben? The three nil or the two one? Two one. If I were watching the game, two one. Yeah. Uh, but with hindsight, I'm glad I wasn't. Because I would have never seen that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, I've had 2 1. Ah, 2 1. Hello, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I just dropped some off my desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've been very fresh all tonight. Ben, ben, mixed uh, Ben, which is what is going off. Ben's dropping stuff on his toes. It's been very fresh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to stop oh, this over here. Uh, Mick, the 3 0 or the 2 1, which, which one's. It's got to be the, it's gotta be the, the game at uh, Swillsborough, isn't it? It's got to be, you know, it's just uh, because of the circumstances of it, down to 10 men, you know, really feeling really hard done by as well from from some most shocking officiating, um, you know, and, and, and to do it in seventh minute of six minutes injury time, you know, just it just makes everything so sweet. Um, for it to be Freddie that does it as well after yeah. after. After the way that we've spoken about him and, and everything else, you know, it, it puts it puts a, a poke right fairly and squarely in my eye in terms of uh, in terms of 
what I've said about him. Um, you know, it, it's just everything about it were great. I mean, don't get me wrong, the three 0 at home was, was was lovely to see as well. Yeah, well. Um, but uh, but for me, that 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 one tops it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing more. I mean, you two more than me. I, I, I'm not trying to get out of the way, but you two more than me have, have claimed Freddie. I've, I've had a little, not pop, it's not the right way, but criticise Freddie. Yeah. Um, and I, I've, I've criticised more, but there's nothing we love more than being wrong when criticising players, wow, our players. That's the best thing that we can wish for. But if, if we say he's crap and he turns out to be amazing, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm glad to be wrong. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah. and it's it's great and 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 I love it and I, and I want it. Listen, if I'm critical of a footballer who plays for other United and I get proved wrong, please prove me wrong. Yeah, I, I, that's the only reason I'm critical is because I want you to prove me wrong. I want mm. you to be, you know, I want to. I want to. I just want I want them to be the best that they possibly can, and I just want mm. them to put the effort in and, and and come up with results like that, mate. Happy days, absolutely. Happy happy days. Cool. Thank you very much, then. Thank you. I somehow managed to get 40 minutes out of this. I'm amazed. I think they're um, a bit of waffle in there, weren't they, to be fair? Ain't there always? <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you all uh, for listening and watching YouTube. If you're watching YouTube, uh, please subscribe wherever you're watching and listening. Whether it is on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, please subscribe uh, on there. Uh, feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter, RUFC underscore pod, Facebook, on our podcast. And the email is rufcpod at gmail.com. Any, anything you want to go through, things Instagram. like that. Instagram, rufc underscore pod. I think we are as there as well. Um, we've got a few things in the work for the next few weeks for us to do, but then we'll be available for you later on, maybe in the close season, talking to former players and things like that. Um, we're trying to get somebody in for the international break, but it's difficult to, to get the ones we want in the time frame that we need to do them in. Yeah. Um, but we will we'll work on that and hopefully get, get somebody for you to listen to between now and the international break. You're at the venue, it's a little chuckle to yourself. I, I was smiling about it because I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, we've got so we've got an agreement from somebody, but we appreciate it. We're not going to say because I don't know when it's going to be out. It might be the end of the season because of their availability, but we have got an agreement from one player, former player, famous player, popular player. Got a little, uh, Come on, stop it. it. No, there's, there's no better than a good tease. <laughs> we've got a little um, rebranding as well at the end of the season, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a couple of things coming up. We're going to do a rebranding at the end of the season. We're going to have a rename, uh, so we're not stealing the club's name because we don't like that. Not not from the club request. It's, I think it's better. I think this is a decision we've made. Um, and also, we're going to look next season, not necessarily get people, you listening, who are listening on the show, but certainly get some more involvement, whether that's just sending in a minute's review from one of you or, you know, something like that. We certainly want to get you more involved than you are at the minute. Um, that's something we're sort of working on, planning on. And then when it gets to the next season, when the rebrand comes in, we can, it'll then become all hopefully much clearer, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, we do appreciate your positive and negative comments. We're always happy to take the feedback, criticism, as as well as the other positives. Yeah. We, we do appreciate everybody who listens um, so yeah, thank you, Mick. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's, it's no problem. So we all I would say, I just add to what you've just said there. We are just football fans. You know, we've got no inside knowledge of the club. We've no. Got no inside knowledge of football. We we are the same as everybody else. Um, so you know, there are some things that uh, we don't know. A lot of things we don't know. 
Yeah, there's a lot of things I don't know. You you two know a lot more than I do, to be fair. Uh, I've struggled to remember what my own name is at times. I have to see it on screen here. So I can, uh, but, <laughs> no, I got serious. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, I got serious as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're just fans, aren't we? And and yeah, so and it is all opinions, and it's all about opinions. Um, sometimes they're wrong, sometimes they're right. Absolutely. And Ben, you're the most opinionated out of a lot of us, oh, so thank yeah. you very much. I know it comes across as arrogant, but it's only arrogance if you are. <laughs> people, I mean, we're not, not going to use it, but people who are right can also be arrogant. Depends who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate your opinionated opinions, Ben, the, the comical. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you, and we will see you all. We're back to Friday morning, which will be the preview of the Coventry game, uh, and then we'll be back to normal until the international break, and then one thing or another will happen. Um, so we'll see you all then. Cheers, guys. Um, it's poor cut. It's not beat the first man. So we've got to get this clear. Crooks is trying to get away with it. Um, it will get away with it to an extent, but it's a waste of It's not a waste of ball, that's a oh. great pass. Come on then, Freddie. Freddie's Freddy. on one-on-one. On one. Can Freddie turn and shoot? Can Freddie get a shot? Yes! Yeah! Oh! 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 Mario! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.